Um, uh, Kale. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we're uh, two thirds of Woodwards with Friends is going to be in Ann Arbor on Saturday. Dude, I I am not going to Ann Arbor. <laughs> what? Why? Come on, dude, dude. There's no way. I know. I know. What I the frick, dude? What the frick, man? No, but we should all hang out soon and you know, drink some Miller Light pints. Really, dude? I can't, man. I just can't do it. I can't. Why? Do it. I don't yeah. have the energy anymore, man. I've lost a step. There's no shame in it. Dude, I don't care. We can just sit at my house and watch on my TV. Thank you. All right. Well, look, I'll think about it. You guys try to wow. send me the... Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. Just laid my heart out on the line. <laughs> now it's time for Woodwards with Friends. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Woodwards with Friends. Guys, it's rivalry week. Boo. Boo. Rivalry week, guys. It's U of M versus MSU. Yeah, as we, when we, this show is going to come out, the day it comes out, tomorrow, Saturday. U of M, MSU, they're playing football. And people are going to fight about it verbally to each other. And, um, yeah. Physically, too. I think I'm going to the game. And Danny might be going to the game. I'm not. I'm like terrified. It's gonna be ridiculous. It will. It's gonna be ridiculous. Like I'm gonna get beat up or get thrown at, stuff at, or. Yes. Yes. Are you gonna wear your uh, NSU shirt? I think I have to. I don't think I can not. If, wear I mean, it if like you, if you, it sucks to do it, especially on that day in Ann Arbor. Like, I mean, have you ever been to Ann Arbor for the uh, MSU no. U game? Nope. It does kind of like you do, you know. There's some some stuff that yeah. uh, that uh, will happen. There is some stuff. A little explanation here. Um, this is Woodwards with friends. My name's Kale. I'm here with my buddies Danny and Kelly, and uh, we reunite every week uh, to keep our friendships alive and sanity a check. And I say we reunite every week because we all went to Michigan State University, and uh, so it's interesting that. This is kind of Kelly. You, when we when we brought this up in show notes about, I said we should just, just talk. Let's touch a little bit about the U of M MSU game. And you think that it's going to sound weird because we're biased. There's only three of us here, and we're all we all went to state. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm the most biased because I grew up. I mean, I didn't, I didn't grow up in Ann Arbor, but I grew up like as close as you can humanly possibly, you know, grow up to Ann Arbor. So how was that? Because I'll tell you, like, I when I grew up, I mean, my dad went to Michigan for a year or something, and my mom went to state for a semester, but I didn't have any affiliate. Like, I didn't have a, uh, I had no dog in this race growing up, and I, I hated U of M fans still. I don't know why. It was annoying to me. Like, I didn't care about college football at all as a, as a child, and everyone was upset at me for not caring about it. Did you have, you know, frustrating experiences being in Ann Arbor when you were younger? Because I, I would have hated that. Yeah, I mean, everybody, like, Celine's really close to Ann Arbor, and it's just, you know, everyone is a U of M fan by proximity, and it's the same for a lot of places that are around, like, East Lansing, you know, it's just how it is when you live near a college town that has such, you know, a iconic football program or any kind of sports program, um, but yeah, it was just, I don't know, the just the, just blind, like, crazy I think um, destructive relation, like you know, love-hate relationship that like everybody around here has with the Michigan Wolverines is just kind of awful. And I, I, even as a young you know person, I I recognize this. I went to um, one. I've only been to one U of M football game uh, in my life. I was very young, and they played Northwestern, and they lost. And it was like it was terrifying. <laughs> And, it, like, I was sitting around all these people who were, like, you know, we're all wearing the same colors, and, like, I remember my, my grandpa took me, and we are like, you know, he bought me a, he bought me a, I don't know why, but he bought me a basketball. <laughs> and so I had a basketball in my hands at this football game. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, they were, they lost, and it was just, like, the whole experience was kind of a nightmare, because there was just a bunch of angry, uh, large men screaming around me. Um, and I think from that was kind of the tone. That was my first real taste of U of M football, 
and I, I don't know, I guess I'm not really, I never really have been like a huge football fan, but um, yeah, it, from then on, it just kind of got weirder and worse, and there's just like a, so many reasons why I kind of dislike the whole rivalry in general. Yeah. And Danny, your your brother went to U of M, right? So there's like a family. Well, he he's going to U of M now. Well, right. So yeah. for grad school, correct? Yeah, law school. Yeah, law school. Is that not great? I don't, you know, is that not great? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I always, I, I always feel weird when I ask people. Is. I'm like, they're like in medical school. I'll be like, so you're in grad school, right? Medical school. Oh, uh, oh, right. oh, yeah, I know. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, I don't, I'm, st- we're, I'm, I, I can't even comprehend going to more school, so I don't know. But anyways, so is that is there a rift in the family relationship this week? Is there tense? And you're gonna go? You're gonna go tailgate with the fam? And, and you, you think you're going to the game? Yeah, I, I don't even know if I'm... I know my brother's got me a ticket, so I don't know if that means I'm in the student section. If I'm in the student section, I'm screwed. <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's just gonna... Because I can't even cheer and be... Ha- like, if I was, you know... I can't even cheer and be... Ha- There's no one around that's gonna, like, you know... But what if they win? Like, what if we win, man? I mean, what if what if we win? Then, it'll well, be- then I'll get murdered. Yeah. You know, then there's more of a chance I'll get murdered than, you know... I don't know. It's... I, you know, the, 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 there's no rift in, like, the family or anything, but it's just, it's just going to be a lot, you know? I think that I can speak for everyone when, you know, we, we're all want, just, we just want Sunday to come already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can't go on Facebook during this week and not be annoyed just by everyone. And and I say this with Michigan and the Michigan State fans alike. Mike Feld, one of the guys on the site, wrote this thing today about, he went to Western and just about how U of M and MSU fans are just completely annoying this whole week. And I got to say, he's kind of on point. Yeah, I mean, I really, uh, I think the thing that I hate the most about it is it, I mean, of course during the game everyone, you know, attacks, you know, the player of the opposite team. But the whole week leading up, like, there's this whole, like, graffiti thing or whatever, which is like, right. I mean, who, who gives a, a shit? Yeah. Uh, about any of that I it's just like everyone's freaking out about it and I went to Michigan State and I've seen the you know the memorials and the in like the Sparty statue and it's just like uh, and I've seen the the M that uh, MSU has in the past um you know spray painted and stuff and it's just like who gives a shit yeah I was just I just yeah. it, it, I, it, I don't understand it and it just really kind of bothers me and like the thing but you, the thing about wait, the whole, Kelly, like, you Kelly, know, do you mean you who gives a shit like why are people pissed off that anyone would like you know deface a, a thing or do you mean who gives a shit enough to go out there and spray paint something both it, I mean like, <laughs> no it's true it's both I mean for me because like, for me it's like I get that there's gonna be some asshole at U of M who wants to go spray paint the Magic Johnson statue or whatever but at the same time it's like you know i wasn't like furious about it today which i, I mean right. and at the same time it is kind of silly it, it makes no sense that they did that no but, it makes um, no sense it, i don't know it's just the thing that bothers me the most is that it's really just an excuse for one group of people to just go out and attack the just character and just general being of another group of people and vice versa yeah and it's not about football <laughs> it it's becomes about, nothing i hate about you football. You are the you know, worst. Kinda... You've got no class. You're nothing. You're <laughs> worthless. Your school's a piece of garbage. You're... At least it's not really discriminatory, though. It's just kind of like, you know, loose affiliations, you know? It's like, it's not because of your race or... You know, <laughs> right. Just... Yeah. Everyone has common like... hatred for something, so it's like, okay. Right. Yeah, the only I... thing I'm looking forward to is, I think, you know, you'll see a number of girls in face paint crying, and that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, that'll watch. be great. That in either actually, way, whether that it's... That is my favorite part, is when it's on ESPN and it's like the end of the fourth quarter and Michigan's losing as they have, you know, for the past, like, ten years straight. <laughs> um, and there's just, yeah, a girl that just looks ridiculous with all her, like, crazy... <laughs> get- and dudes, too. Like, dudes are most, actually, most of the time look way weirder. Um, but they're, yeah, yeah they're, they're just crying and they just look so ridiculous. That's, like, the reason to watch the game for me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's fun to... And it sucks it's gonna be when entertaining, it's, you know, it sucks when, you know, it happens and it's the other way when it's MSU, but at the same time, it's still... Yeah, it's I, I, still, I still get a kick out of watching some of the people <laughs> cry, you know, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie. Have you guys ever had, like, if you guys... Okay, look, and I don't want to turn this into a, a green Sparty party here, but have you had, like, obnoxious U of M stories or anything? And again, this is a very biased conversation, but... For example, I was at U of M in 2013 during the NCAA tournament when um, 
uh, Trey Burke and the Michigan basketball team came back and beat Kansas. And then right after that, MSU lost to Duke. And we all went out afterwards. So MSU got knocked out of the tournament and U of M, you know, went on. They ended up going to the national championship that year and losing. But um, I remember getting into this scuffle with some kid. You know, I, I had already graduated. Getting into some, some verbal scuffle with this kid at the bar. And I was saying, you know, I'm glad you guys won. That's cool tonight. But, like, you know, I saw two Final Fours when I went to the state. You know, what does this mean for you guys? You just beat Kansas. Not a big deal. This guy went off on me. And he literally said, yeah, well, that's cool. But I'm going to see your resume on my desk in two years. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that is – I've never heard that, but I feel like that is very common for, like, the U of M people to say that. And I think I actually was at a party at U of M one time, and I saw that it was written on the wall. And it was it was something along those lines, like, uh, MSU grads will, you know, work for me or right. some kind of thing. And it was just, like, somebody took the time to, like – they, like, scratched it into, like, a door. <laughs> <laughs> In blood. <laughs> It's just like I don't. I mean, I feel like that's something like Batman would do to like remember somebody, <laughs> who, like you know, murdered his parents or something. And I don't get it. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's it's obnoxious. I, I think I went off on the guy, and I was like, "Yeah, well, I, I fucking worked on Iron Man, man. What are you gonna do?" And, he really <laughs> am Iron and I was I was unemployed, so I shouldn't. I didn't have time to. T- I didn't have room to talk, but I did. You know, I yeah, I'm a chirper. No, in the real version of that story. Robert Downey Jr. showed up and backed you up. I said, yeah, I've worked with him. So what? What about <laughs> it? Anyways, um, I'm I'm excited for it though. It'll be fun. Um, go green, uh, Danny. Are you gonna you gonna get you gonna be drinking before the game? You're gonna get a little lathered up, or are you gonna try to go yeah. in sober? Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't get. I wouldn't. Sober. <laughs> I can't. I can't do I can't that. Do that. Um. Yeah, say that I. You know, I don't know what to expect, but. You know, we'll have spaghetti. That'll be good. Kelly, you're invited. What? what? Yeah, I dude. thought you were joking about the spaghetti. No. Oh, homemade, we canned. We canned a couple weeks ago. It's fresh. Fresh sauce. Wow. Fresh that Janino is. sauce in your mouth, Dan, mm-hmm. uh, Kelly. You, you, oh, yeah. You, got, you ready for Over that? noodles. Over All noodles. right. That's great. Those are my two favorite things. Speaking of yeah. drinking, did you guys hear that Budweiser and, and Miller Lite, or not Miller Lite, but Budweiser and Miller? <laughs> what? Only Miller Lite. Only Miller Lite. No, but but uh, Budweiser and, and uh, Miller—they're they're teaming up now. Did you hear that? Well, I heard there. Bud wants to buy Miller, but I don't know—is it going through? I I don't know if it happened yet. I mean, I'm sure something like that—if it—if it does happen—is you know, it takes a long time. It's not just instantaneous. But from what I'm reading, it's it's in the works that you know Budweiser wants to buy Miller. Isn't that crazy? That's like. That's a, that's a huge deal. That's like Coke buying yeah. Pepsi or some shit. Right, right. Do you have a pre- I mean, do you guys have a preference? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll say that. Look, it's American light beer, so there's there's not much to it. I'm I'm drinking an Oberon right now, and I have a Miller Light next to me. I mean, Danny, you and I fall 2011. I feel like those Miller Light those Miller Light pints were our go-to. Yeah, those were great. So but they were, like, you know, because uh, they were aluminum pints. It was awesome, you know. You have, they, were, they were crispier. <laughs> yeah, they were they crisp. Were. They were cold. That's like the Coors. I love the Coors Light commercials. They're like, our beer isn't good, but God damn it, is it cold? <laughs> <laughs> or the, have you seen the new ones where they just show pictures of mountains and you're like, what is this about? And then they just kind of explain how the how Coors Light is like a mountain. <laughs> it comes from the water of the Rocky Mountains. That's yeah, why it's that good guy beer. who is like the Marlboro man, and thank you for not smoking. And he's or and the guy he's in Big Lebowski, like the intro dude and he's just talking about how like joe coors crossed the country to climb a mountain and make, <laughs> make beer, beer. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you could piss in mountain water and it'd still be piss water um speak- uh, i defy okay. i defy you that is incorrect um <laughs> it's wonderful <laughs> so I, as i open my miller light here i i got me to thinking because i know danny we hung out last saturday you uh, you cooked up uh, you cooked up some cider and whiskey. Yeah, that was tasty. It was tasty, but I I felt like I wish uh, I had some delicious cider. Hmm. Anyways, I um, don't edit that out. Don't edit that. I'm not gonna edit that, edit that out. 
I, uh, I just, but I, I realized like it, that really, it took a lot out of me to drink like two glasses of those. Yeah, it's it's sugary and it's heavy and it's uh, uh, it's also really potent. Yeah. Thank you for describing it in extreme detail. <laughs> now I know exactly what I missed out on. <laughs> Kelly, you you're invited here any weekend. Okay, I'm always oh, here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't exactly get my uh, housewarming party invitation. Dude, the house is like not even. It's it's not even. You know what yet. though, Kelly? You bring me and Danny over. We'll have a goddamn <laughs> montage. Your house will be. It'll be all ready to go in a day. Yeah, it's easy. Well, oh yeah. Right. It, it ha- yeah, like the '80s fixer upper. Uh, yeah, montage. yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm on board for that, and it needs that too, actually, which is kind of sad because we've been here for like two and a half months. I'm just gonna do coke off your toilet. <laughs> the toilet seat is one of the things that needs to be fixed. It's filthy. I don't know who's sat in it, but uh, it's I probably Odin. I am one of many. I will say that. <laughs> well, when you do have your when you have your uh, housewarming party, you think that. Like we'll it, we'll the holidays. I think we should have like a holiday, like a, a winter holiday party, because that's like probably that's the that's the the area of when it might be complete. Well, when that happens, do you think it'll hold a candle to the parties you used to have over there at East Lansing? Um, no, and I have to say I'm extremely thankful for that. <laughs> um, we're actually gonna hold candles. This you remember when the, uh, this party being the moment where my house actually becomes a home? Uh, I don't want it just destroyed and puked all over and, like, you know, tears of the, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Of uh, whoever, the people that... Whoever, the, the, whoever the, cried the, that night. Yeah, the, uh, so whatever <laughs> football team lost and uh, the girls yeah. went in the bathroom and started crying. You remember when uh, you remember when Danny and Lyles were on your roof? Were you there for... I don't even know if you were there. <laughs> I think, um... Danny, is this was, okay to I, talk no, I about? I was there. I, no, yeah. I, was, I was there. I was asleep and you guys didn't tell me. You guys were like on my roof, and like you told me about. You sent me pictures of it like the next day. <laughs> I have, we gotta have those pictures somewhere. That was fun. That, that roof was a great. It was a great route, easily accessible. Like freedom, yeah. Well, yeah, we pretty sure I didn't have the balls it. to go up there though. <laughs> we had a ramp up to it. Is the easiest possible thing to get to. Yeah, you made a goddamn half pipe. You had to uh, walk up it. <laughs> you should. We should uh, p- post a picture on the. Uh... Yeah. So Danny, you gotta dig up that picture. Maybe Lyles has. It, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, so my question. Maybe Facebook. My my question though is like, so you guys, have you guys come to the realiza- realization that you can't drink and party like you used to in college? Are we old men now? Uh, have we crossed yeah. the threshold of, of <laughs> partying? Yeah, the I moment, takes... the moment I drink, I'm asleep. Right. Yeah. What, Danny? I'm definitely not as like. Yeah. I think it just takes the right moment and the right people and the right situation. And I think we can make that happen. Well, for some reason, anytime we go to stop spot, <laughs> I, I, it feels like I'm back in 2012 or something. I don't know, you know. Yeah, because it's the beer is the beer is cheap, and, cheap and, and there's yeah. karaoke, and that helps. Mm-hmm. But did you, you guys? You guys have a moment? Do you have a moment? I feel like some people there's like a landmark moment after college where they're like, you know what? I just I don't have it in me like I did back in the day. I don't. I think. You know, Danny, you were there. New Year's was kind of difficult for me. Uh, that was at uh, last New Year's? Yeah, I went to the, the Mega 80s the party. Parties. Yeah. And then we came back to the party we had at our house at Saratoga, and I was just... It was an, oh, yeah. it was an early night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. I, yeah, the, like, I don't think booze doesn't have the same, um, you know, like... Allure? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Just, it's really... And... But, does it have anything to do with the craft beer? Like, I think it might have to do with craft beer kind of messing you up because if you drink a lot of craft beer... You can't. I think your tolerance shoots up. You get really full, and you can't, like, eat anything for dinner that day <laughs> and, like, expect <laughs> to, like, you know, be up past 11 p.m. Oh, it's true. I mean, no one's ever, like... No one in college... I mean, you know, you would, you would assume this is for money reasons, but it's also practical reasons. It's like, no one's ever, like... Oh man, let's pregame. Let's have seven uh, founders IPAs. Right. I mean, you can't. But I you also s- think you can't do that. It wasn't even around. It wasn't really around as much. Like the craft beer movement, I think, like exploded when we were in college. Yeah, it did. We were in our own little bubble, you know. Right. Of Miller Light. Of Miller Light pints. Aluminum pints. Yeah. Kelly, did you peak in uh, when you were like eighteen? Uh, drinking. Yeah. Um. 
because I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Dan, and Danny can probably attest to this. I, I was late to the game, so I think, you know, I, to be honest with you, I did most of my drinking after college. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, I'm definitely like kind of. I don't really do it so much anymore. Don't really enjoy it. I guess like I did. I think it, Danny's right. It's like when I was in college, it was like. I would drink a decent amount just because there's just so many people. I mean, it sucks to say, but it's like there's so many people around you. They all want to do it. You know, that's like the main activity. Um, yeah, it's like... Or at least, I don't know, that's like, you know, seemed like what the culture was for me a lot of the time. Maybe I was hanging around with a with a rough group, but... Uh, it <laughs> uh, like that's uh, what, rough... You were in the rough part of town. It, I don't know. It no, no, like I mean, it's true. Like, that's honestly, what people wanted to do. Honestly, in my first couple of years at State, I was, like, very, not anti-drinking. I just didn't, you know, I didn't I didn't drink in high school, and I didn't want to drink when I was younger in college. But I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's difficult to socialize in college when you don't participate in that stuff. I mean, it's not as fun to go out, and people are people are always like, what's wrong with him? Why isn't he drinking? Right. Yeah, it's weird that, like, to a certain level, if you're, like, at least, I don't know, in that culture to a certain extent, and you're not drinking, you are kind of looked upon as, like, what is, like, <laughs> what's, what is what's, what, what's his game? What is that guy up to? Or, it's, or, <laughs> or it's like, what does he know that I don't know? It's like the people in the airport from other countries with the mask on their faces. You're like, what, are, <laughs> what do they know that I don't know? Yeah. And now it's like if you if somebody doesn't drink, like what did they do to make them stop drinking? <laughs> like what? Where did they? What state did they wake up in? <laughs> like covered in blood, <laughs> not remembering the night before. But you know what though, too about the like the kind of, the fun thing about college that was like when you have a party, just you know people you don't know or friends of friends, you just walk in and walk out, and it was like just a big kind of open house thing where like every. Like, there's no parties like that that I know of that exist like that anymore or, like, where you just meet a bunch of new people. And if you do, it's, like, it's, like, through work or, like, sponsored by some event or something or it's just all stupid. And yeah, no yeah. socialization. It's, like, it's it's also, like, kind of political then, too. Like, oh, who's this? This is the guy who did this. Like, don't be a dick around him. You know, there's, like. Yeah, dude, but I'll tell you, man. You go back to East Lansing, it doesn't matter how old you're. Like, there's just house parties. Like, you can just walk. We used to do that. You just walk into a house, and everyone's like, sure, come on in. Come drink. Yeah, but how how old? Because I was thinking about this today, though. Like, how old is too old? We're, like, already kind of too old to walk into a house party. I, we, my, my friends and I did it at Oregon. I mean, we, the Oregon game. This year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Um, I got a call for I don't want to use names, but I got a call. I was me, Dan, Antoine and Burke and I were waiting in line at a bar. We were trying to get into a bar after the game. It was an eight o'clock game, and there was no you, you couldn't get into any bars. And we're waiting in line. I got a call from someone else, and they're like, "Hey, where are you?" I said I'm in line at the Riv. I said come to you know three numbers on the MAC. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're at a house. Just come to this house. So I go to that house, and I get there, and my friends are just on the porch drinking and and i went up and i said what what uh, do you guys know someone here they're like no no we just saw this couch on this porch and we we're drinking <laughs> so yeah. so this guy this guy comes out and he goes who who are you guys and it's like one of my friends goes oh well I, we just uh we talked to the guy who lives here and we decided that we're gonna or <laughs> we talked to the guy who lives here and he said that we could finish this fifth and then get out of here <laughs> long story short we met these guys we had a great time and it was a lot of fun that's good. That's that's recapturing. I think you know the, the essence moment. of college. We used to do. Remember, yeah. we used, me and uh, Nowicki used to walk into houses and, and ask if it was Max Scherzer's house, the pitcher for the Tigers. <laughs> I mean, he was like, the, you know, close to the Cy Young that year, and <laughs> people didn't know who he was. I guess, and we would just be like, "Is this Max Scherzer's house?" And some people would be like, "I don't. Maybe it might be." But no, you definitely can't do that in like Ferndale or Royal Oak. I mean, it's just no. Yeah. And, like, we used to have fun just, like, by messing with people, like, you know, like, changing the music at a party, we didn't know who, who it was, oh, and we put on yeah. weird music and stuff like that. Like, you can't do that, to, like, you can't really have that much fun at a party because you just, I don't know, you can't, you know. Kids like, these days is what it is. I don't know. I mean, I think it's, like, just our peers all take themselves too seriously to, like, you know. That's probably true. Not our peers, but, like, our peers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just remember we used to we used to put Epic Sax guy on and see how long we could play it before someone noticed. 
Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, like if I did that at a party today, I mean, it'd be like, what's wrong with you, man? Dude, why would you touch someone's iPad at a party? <laughs> you would be dead. <laughs> you would just, they would just strike you down. Do we, do we ever get kicked out of a party? We never got kicked out of a party. Did we? Uh, no, because you know what my goal always was? Was that, like, you know, you can make enemies, quote-unquote, at a party, but you want to be friends with them by the end of the night. And it always seemed That's to work out that way. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to fight. I want to drink beer and talk about sports and movies and stuff. You know. I remember getting kicked out of many parties. Yeah, I, I, I imagine you would, Kelly. You were a. Uh, you're no, a, you're I, a little it, devil it, there. You, believe it or devil. not, it was. Believe it or not, it was typically not me. It was typically the people that I, you know, went with. But I mean, sometimes it was me. I guess. Anyway, <laughs> but I just remember distinctly, like at some point, just kind of like watching my friends or you know one of my friends doing something and just thinking in my head like I need to stop him and yet if I run over there right now I will be implicated in what he's doing and so I just watch it unfold and just prepare to run and <laughs> it would just be like yeah I don't know good times good times you know what I, you know what I used to do too was and you know what and, and honestly man looking back on this it's probably immature of me but I used to go up to the quote-unquote preachers at MAC and Albert. So these are the guys that basically every Saturday night in the fall would stand outside with signs about Jesus. And they would tell everyone walking by that if they're drinking or you know, having premarital sex or doing this stuff, that they're all going to hell and they're all you know, bad people. <sighs> I, I, made a, I made a living you know, going up to these guys and picking verbal fights. I, you know, and I, feel bad for it. I feel bad about it looking at it. You know, now I, I, it's kind of immature, but it was a source of entertainment, I guess, to, yeah. to like, yeah. you know, challenge them. Did you guys, I right. sent you this video of a guy in Scotland, um, I think it's Scotland, who uh, there, there was, a, you know, this is actually funny. Um, so there's some guy in Scotland preaching about how same-sex marriage is ruining the economy and the country and all this shit. And uh, it's a really funny video of a bagpiper just playing music around him, drowning him out. Um, which is amazing. <laughs> See, that is the only way to win. That is the best scenario. way to combat any kind of protester that you disagree with. Um, Bagpipes. First of all, his name's Daniel Boyle, which I'm sure is a very common name o- over there, but, you know, he's yeah. got a new movie coming out, Danny Boyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Steve, Steve Jobs nice. movies. But uh, did you guys see this video? It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I thought for some reason I'm I'm just like expecting you to play it and for it to start playing in front of me right now. I'm playing it. Okay. All right. Good. I I more than anything I like the production of this Yahoo News video. What about it? It's just like <laughs> it's cuz this is basically a YouTube video that Yahoo is using to to uh, you know, get hits on their site. So it's some guy commentating about it. He's like that's one way to get a protester to pipe down. <laughs> oh. And then they tagged it, like Yahoo, produced by Yahoo at the end. It's kind of funny. Have you guys ever done anything like this? Have you ever, like, gotten a scuffle with protesters or any shit? Do you get riled up? Oh, Danny, remember when the uh, West Bathbro- West Westboro Baptist Church came to town? Didn't we go over there? Yeah, didn't we shoot shoot video? Of yeah, we did. And I don't know. I think we were gonna like. We were like. I think we went over there with the idea of like we're gonna start shit. Yeah. And like wh- you know what the hell were we gonna do? We didn't do anything. Yeah, they turned out to be real nice guys. Everything <laughs> 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 they said was like it made a lot of sense actually. Listening to them. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. But nothing really happened. It was just like uh, you know protest versus protest. Yeah, it's kind of like the. Uh, Never mind. I um, there's a Planned Parenthood down the street from me, and that was what my story was going to be about. Really? Go go ahead. No, I'm. I mean, I'm just saying. I just think it's funny that. I mean, that is kind well, of like the. That is one of the very like, you know, classic places for, uh, you know, extreme people to go and yeah, the people that what they're doing is you know an abomination. Right. Uh, I mean, these people yeah, are these, no. Yeah, I want to hear what you what you. Well, I just these these people was. are crazy. Probably. Two times a week, I'll see you. They, they usually get one person to stand outside of this Planned Parenthood and yell at people that walk in. And the other day, there was the whole block was filled up with protesters against Planned Parenthood. It was ridiculous. 
Well, I, I drove down the street and rolled down my window. It was Sunday. And I, and I said, <laughs> I rolled down my window. I said, go watch some football instead. And um, they didn't listen. Do you have a, you have a plan? Is, is this something you've seen a lot? Um, I mean, I briefly volunteered there in high school. Oh, no um, shit. And it was just, I, would, I was not like, just did like paperwork there. And it was just like such a normal place. Um, well, because I mean, it, and they do way more than what people think they do, you know? Yeah, it's like, like, I mean, the things that they do are just like, you know, I don't know, so, like, the vast majority of the things they do are so good, and then the, there's, like, this small thing that just everyone seems to freak out so much about right. that they do, and it's just, yeah. know, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But um, it was, I, I always thought it was really funny because uh, you would drive down the road to Planned Parenthood, uh, the one um, here in town, and, like... There would just be cars parked all up and down the. There would be nobody protesting, but there would be people that had parked their cars uh, up and down the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you would see them when you were coming and going, and they would just f- uh, put these huge posters in their front windshield that just had pictures of like uh, I, I think it was just like afterbirth or something like that, uh, or like yeah. just like very disgusting, right. like very gross, like kind of hard to look at extremely graphic like you shouldn't be able to just put these where anyone mm-hmm. maybe like a child could see it yeah um and i just thought it was just kind of i mean it a terrible but b hilarious that these uh extremists seems to they they must be like carpooling or something because <laughs> it's like i think about me i'm like could i just park my car on the street <laughs> with a poster in it for weeks on end because it's like you go there and they're there you know they just leave them there yeah, no, they and, do, yeah. And I just, I remember finding that funny because I just kind of, like, envisioned, like, you know, everybody showing up at church and, uh... <laughs> Here's what we gotta know, do, one guys. Per, like, RPS, uh, like, rock, paper, scissors for whose car <laughs> is going there this week or, like, something. Who's at abortion duty this week? And I don't know, I just thought that was kind of funny. But, yeah, no, I mean, I've never really gotten into it with, like, a protest or anything because I just feel like that, uh... Have you guys ever, pro- have you ever protested something? Have you, like... Um, I protested all this nonsense about how SeaWorld's bad, because uh, SeaWorld's great. (laughs) 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 What what is is that for real? They got they got a bad rap. Okay, is that for real? Yeah, I mean, I mean, how many how many you know whales do they actually have? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so they hurt the whales. Those whales would have killed them if they didn't do that. But yeah, that was about it. Danny? No, I've never really had any like injustices. Uh, <laughs> Danny's like towards me. Danny's like well, I don't really care about you it. You're first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, you know. I, I should find something. Yeah, you know, you should find something. One time, I went to so when our I think it was when I was a freshman in college. Our, our my high school school district, West Bloomfield School District, was in a lot of money, like a lot of money problems. And it was so bad they had started laying off people. So there was a huge, like, they got everyone to go to the school board meeting. And I, like, came in from East Lansing to go to the school board meeting because it was something I was passionate about. And they let everyone speak and, and say their mind about things um, at the school board meeting. And this is another one where, like, I look back and I'm like, dude, you're so dumb. Like, you're so immature and stupid. And I got up there on the mic and I start saying, there's got to be other ways to save money. I was like, yeah. I was like, I drove by Scotch Elementary School on Saturday night, and all the lights are on. Why are all the lights on? How much is that costing the school district every year? So there's another thing where this is a, this is kind of very bizarre. West Bloomfield School District owns an island, an Orchard Lake. They, it was given to them as a gift in the 70s. So they own an island, um, and the island is like it used to be a Native American island where like i think chief pontiac chilled out there or something i don't i don't know and they take elementary school kids there to teach them about american history and i that was another thing i said i was like why do we own apple island why the hell (laughs) what is this did anyone like answer that question (laughs) no they were just like who are you and why are you yelling (laughs) that's the only thing i think that's the only thing i've really protested yeah. Were your parents there or no? No, I, I went. I was just like, you know, I have friends yeah. there. They're teachers and stuff. And everyone was afraid for their jobs back then. And I, you know, I I was uh, just immature. 
speaking of uh, afraid for your jobs, so I sent you guys another video from CNET. You guys have a chance to watch this. It's about these robots that, um, you know, are going to serve you at restaurants. Yes. Danny didn't, but... Um, I'm looking at it. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. You look at it. Yeah, we seem to be getting closer and closer to this every year. It's like they're making strides in robot technology. Um, you know, does this uh, does this worry you guys that your coffee? Uh, 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 sorry, does it worry you guys that a robot's gonna start bringing you coffee? Um, well, if they spill, it'd be very detrimental to the robot. If they spill like, coffee on themselves? The overturn, yeah. Yeah, but they won't because they're perfect. No, they're not perfect, Kale. Dude. This is, why, this is the problem because nobody fears robots right now. They think they're all cool and they think they're just like, you know, big, glorious, like the <laughs> next step, you know, from the iPod. And they're going to kill us all. It's just it's This is just the first step in be. every sci-fi movie ever made. Yeah. Okay, well, first, first, first you have a robot flipping pancakes, and, and next James time, Cameron can't be wrong. James Cameron cannot be wrong. Okay, but the the robot says, okay, this is just not well. Right now, it's not realistic. According to the, this is what the robot says. Hey guys, you need to prepare one more pizza. <laughs> have you ever been to a pizza place? There's like no way that would ever fly. <laughs> and then he says, dot dot dot. Please, hey guys. Please, he would get no respect pizza. in that restaurant. No. Fuck you, robot. <laughs> Please? What? Well, no, but see, Danny, <laughs> the, the, one of these robots makes pancakes. Hmm. Do you see this at the bottom here? Oh, yeah, yeah, robot's yeah. flipping a goddamn pancake. It looks like a disgusting pancake, but he's flipping it. The first <laughs> one is always disgusting. The first but pancake kinda, or the first but kinda, robot? But kind of good. Both. I guess. Are you guys, uh, but do you have any fears of this, that, like, there's going to be jobs taken away by robots? Is there going to be a wave of political fury against this, like, there are immigrants? I thought that, like, I don't know, you saw Ex Machina, right, Kale? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of, like, the, the scariest version of, like, I'm not afraid, like, the whole, like, if a robot takes my job, I'd just kind of be like... Well, I guess, I mean, I'll just try to break into something that robots aren't that great at yet. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't know. I don't think, it's just like, if one day I walked into work and they're like, uh, Kelly, this is uh, Silor. He'll uh, be taking your <laughs> job. And I'll be like, well, it's nice to meet you. You have an interesting name and face. And then I would, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it would suck. It would totally suck. But I just don't see it. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, you know what you'd have to do is, is you'd have to dress up like a robot and then go to a job application. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so it says here your name is Danny15B7? <laughs> yes, yes, sir. That's my name. <laughs> well, wait. But so, uh, Kelly, are you saying that, like, Ex Machina scares you because it's, like, robots have having consciousness and, like, not being able to tell who's a robot and who isn't? I, yeah, I mean, that was part of it, but the other thing was just, like... Falling the, in love with the a thought, robot? Well, no, I mean, the thought of, like, that, you know, the whole... I don't even know how many, if I'm going to be able to articulate this that well, but, like, that robot in that movie was just kind of, like, so uh, ambivalent God. to... You know, I thought they did, like, uh, the robot really well in that movie, because it just, like... It would kind of it would, you could see it like thinking right, mm -hmm. and it was kind of like you know weighing the options, and then it was just like well okay so if this human you know if that's against what I you know want then well uh, I'm gonna kill him, <laughs> and it was just like it was just so like you know and it wasn't e it wasn't like evil it wasn't like malicious in any way it was just kind of like this is the way that it's, it's gonna like be because it favors me like you know prospering right. And I, yeah, I don't know. I just, that... Keeps you up. Yeah, and that just, yeah, I guess that movie itself was, I thought, very good. And, like, you know, the, the way they scripted it made it especially gut-wrenching. But, um, yeah, I thought that that was, that is definitely what I'm more afraid of in terms of, like, actual, like, you know, sentient robots than... And, I mean, I don't think, I, like, you know, a robot, like, flipping a pancake doesn't come close to this either. But, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> that is the only real fear I have. It doesn't really, like, you know... The whole job thing doesn't come into it so much. What if it's a robot flipping pancakes with your wife when you didn't expect a robot to be at the house? Oh, <laughs> Danny, no. 
Do you guys use married when you guys go (laughs) (laughs) exactly when you guys go grocery shopping? uh, Do you use the self checkout line as uh, as much as possible? Yes, and I always I always yell thank you after they after they say (laughs) you know what. The self Thank you for shopping at Meyer. Like, thank, thank you for letting me check out by myself. <laughs> you like pat it a couple times. <laughs> I was behind a lady the other day that did that. She was just she actually like you know earnestly responded. It was just like, like oh yep thank you, and then walked away. And it was like I was she wasn't being sarcastic like I am whenever I do that. That's probably the. What, Danny? Go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no saying, next time you you scan your items, just pretend like she's being cold and like, like come on, come on, please talk to me, talk to me. And then she'll just be like, bloop, uh, chicken, uh, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for shopping Why at Meyer. Yeah, my day's going fine too. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, you're different today. What happened to you? <laughs> you sound, you sound cold. Well, you wish that they would give them some personality, right? I mean, it could help out. But yeah, that's but then there, the, there is a group of people, like, there's also a subsection of people that are just going to, like, you know, be so bothered by that that they're going to bring their, you know, shotgun that they bought at Walmart to the Walmart self-checkout lane and then take that robot out. <laughs> because, well, they might, too, because that's probably the best actual example of, like, robots taking people's jobs, right? I mean, maybe an ATM, but, you know... Bank I, so I, I had a thing. friend. Well, I don't think he still is this, but when when that when those things first came out and were first like in every grocery store ever, he was like, "I'm not using them because, you know, I want to use a person, and they're gonna pay. They're gonna pay that person to work. It's gonna help the economy." Was your friend uh, in the Great War? Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Great War. Yeah, he might have actually. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. He was my, he was our age, but um, <laughs> is there any is there any validity to that theory? No, because there's like three employees that need to be there monitoring everybody and checking their ID and yeah, you know. But that's you know, but that always bothers me too, though, because it's like it's it's not always easy to do those self checkout things. And <sighs> you, do you ever get do you ever get smug attitude from those people? Like, oh, yeah. oh, you're doing it wrong. Scan it like this. Put it in the bag. Let it weigh it. And I'm like, dude, yeah. I don't work here. You do. And they always come up and they've got, like, some, like, zip, like, extendable cord with, like, a card on it or something that they come swipe really, like, quickly. And they do it, like, <laughs> they, they do it so well that they could be, like, in the pros of that. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. They swipe it and they look at you and they go, I didn't have to come over here. They don't yeah. say that, but that's just, what I, yeah. I'm kind of I kind of get almost intimidated by that actually. Grocery stores a weird place. I, I hate know. grocery stores, dude. I I hate grocery stores. I hate grocery shopping. It, it's Jerry Seinfeld has a good bit about how they're like really similar to casinos. Like there's there's no windows, there's not a lot of clocks on the walls, there's no easily accessible exits. It's just this. It's just this weird place to make you want to buy things. It's really weird. I hate grocery stores. Speaking of bullshit, um, we did this thing last week. I thought was fun, and I thought uh, some people got a big kick out of it. We we're gonna do a hyper criticize the hits. We're gonna go after songs that are popular, and uh, we're gonna do this thing every week where we. Take we rip apart these songs and say how we would have done them better or not at all. Ke- Kelly, when I brought up the idea of this segment, you immediately said we got to do this song, that stupid Geronimo song that's popular all over the when country. I lost it, yeah, you held my hand, but I tossed it. Didn't understand you were waiting as I told. I did say that, and I have to thank you, Kale, for uh, bringing the music video to my attention because uh, I am, I mean, I was appalled at first, but now I'm just simply disgusted because not only is this a bad song, it is, you know, I mean, these people in this music video proves it are reckless scientists. (laughs) 
and I'll tell you why. In the music video, they are somehow fighting a very like cardboard filled like, and I mean that in the sense that all of the buildings are made of cardboard. <laughs> the, the, the characters uh, are made of Version of the cardboard. Revolutionary War. Right. And uh, what appear to be the rebels who would become our you know founding fathers uh, are resurrecting some kind of strange Frankenstein uh, monster. It's really weird. And it's just, they, they do it with just, like, you know, there's no hesitation. There's, like, you know, it's not just one guy, you know, making this crazy creation. It's, like, a whole group of people really excited to just resurrect this gigantic, like, where's uh, where the wild things are kind of, you know, Cardboard creature. monster. And it's just, I don't know, that, that was the part that, I mean, I'll let, what did you guys think? That was the part that really bothered me, was just the fact that these There's people, no, they didn't there was think about no what... Sci- there was no scientific method. They, 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 just, they it, thought so much about what they could do, they never stopped to think about whether or not they should. Yeah, and it was, yeah, I don't think that's the message that uh, we should be know, sending our, to our country and our world needs right now. Well, I'd like to mention, first of all, that this is not an American band. They're from Australia. And, uh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. It is significant, guys. It is significant that they're from Australia because the song Geronimo is uh, in reference to an Apache war leader. And it's, it's, a, it's a term that's usually used to say courage, Geronimo. But in this song, it's like they're desecrating the, uh, the name of an Apache leader. Danny, have you have you listened to the song? You're the musician on the show, and I we always like to get your opinion first. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, where do you, yes, I am. Do you know this song? Are you very familiar with this song? You know, I recognize it from like the last song from I think like grocery stores. Yeah, and, I hear this um, in like CBSs and shit all the yeah, time. Yeah, this is a great CBS track. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you make of it, man? I mean, what what's what's where would you criticize this the most in terms of its musicality first? I mean, it's a, an achievement. It's a it's a masterwork. <laughs> I think it's the it 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 blends the 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 folk pop with the the catchy chorus. That's just kind of like two you know, words. Two words. And uh, can I say that this song? So can I make it a? Here's my hypercriticism. It's like a Mumford. It's like a Mumford and Sons. Yes, it is. And I hate that. I don't like that at all. But especially mixed with watching the music video, you know what? Because the music video is scary, right, Kelly? It's kind of frightening. It's terrifying. And I think that the song is supposed to be terrifying. And I think that part of the objective of the chorus is to scare you every time they, they sing it. I mean, if you watch the music video, too, it's like... No, it's like it's say not just Geronimo. It's not say, just like Geronimo. Try- yeah, it's the say word. It's the weirdest. Right. Yeah, Jesus. It's like they're surprising the whole song you. Song is like a. It's like a whole. The whole song is like a jack in the box. You're just like on edge. <laughs> what are they gonna say? Say. What are they gonna yeah, say? Say. Gonna oh my God. Where is it? Say. Oh God. <laughs> okay, and I mean, I, I, you know, I have to bring back the whole like you know revolutionary war. Yeah. What the hell is this. that all about? Uh, you're, I don't know. This whole thing takes place while like you know the English are kind of like, you know, walking through the streets of this village and these people are conducting this experiment and releasing this foul beast uh, while, you know, they're hiding from these terrible redcoats. And then for some reason, uh, the guy starts, you know, the singer fella starts walking through the streets with this guy and putting on cardboard armor. <laughs> and then he gonna protect him from to uh, fight the redcoats um, who are led by, you know, more cardboard clad people. And for some reason, they just start yell singing at each other uh, with this uh, gigantic abomination at their backs. And then they charge each other with confetti guns, the cardboard confetti guns that, I mean, surely must, you know, not really do much of anything to someone who gets shot by them. But Probably not, no. Then the, the lead singer dude just, like, walks through the crowd towards this filthy lobster back girl. <laughs> and just starts making out with her. These are slobbering lips to each other. about Benedict Arnold. Benedict Arnold, to, like, exactly. justify his actions? Like, no way. No way. And trying, you know, you know they're what? They're trying to blame Benedict Arnold on this, you know, cardboard monster guy. And he just walks into the distance. 
Oh my god, this is it's a joke. And you know what? This you know, be. I don't think this is historically accurate in any way. I mean, did, did, were women fighting on the front lines of either side? I don't think so. Surely not. Probably not. And they sure yeah, weren't making out with the enemy. You know, the war they're going to fight in is the glitter war. <laughs> Plus, I, I don't think that, like, in the Revolutionary War, it was very common for a lady to have, like, you know, bright teal hair. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. Um, but that's, yeah, that's basic, the element of being Basically, I think that you this know, Australian group is, you know, trying to influence the young people of this country and try to tell them an alternate version of history that did not happen. Yeah, and it's, irris- it's very irresponsible. Did... So we've got this Revolutionary War music video. We've got Geronimo, the Native American war leader. And you, you pair that with the lyrics. Danny, you got the lyrics in front of you? Mm-hmm. What do you think this song is about? Can you take us through it? Yeah, all right. Can you feel it? Now it's coming back. We can steal it. What do you think that is? If what do you think? Wait, 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 hold up, hold up. Can okay. you feel it? Now it is coming back. We can steal it. I mean, what is... What is going on here with Geronimo and Sh- and Shepard, the band? Well, I, I think, can you feel it now? It's, there's some sort of uh, tangible feeling, right? Okay. It's like, you can, we, can, we can come back, we can steal it, whatever this is that you're feeling. Like, if you bridge the like gap, dysentery. Now, hang on. Now it this sounds, like, now this sounds like Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets good. Okay, this no, no, continue. The first verse is great. Okay, so there's something they need to get, and they can they can feel it and they can steal it if they come back and in order to do that they have to bridge this gap let's see i can see you through the curtains of the waterfall okay so they're separated by this barrier well see no to me it sounds like anal let me just let me just interject really quickly here i had a problem with this and i realized it's a completely (laughs) ridiculous problem but um the whole thing for me when i heard it on the radio i was always thinking that it was about like summoning courage to do something and they were kind of uh using jumping off a waterfall right. as a metaphor for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I didn't read into it correctly because for me I was just really hung up on the fact that it's like if you're at the top of a waterfall, how can you see someone through the curtains of the waterfall? I, yeah, that like, that's not... It's like a, the perspective is wrong for me. And yeah, then, but then I just then I saw the music video and realized it was about perverting the minds of everyone in America to think that uh, Cardboard Man won us the Revolutionary War. And uh, now I'm now I'm with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that doesn't make I any just, sense, man. There's no, it doesn't match up with time and space at all. The best, I love that he just like unveils this huge gargantuan cardboard. <laughs> you are so hung up on the cardboard in, in like a town hall. Do you know what would happen to you <laughs> in the 1700s if you did that? Unspeakable. Things. Unspeakable. I mean, we would we would read about it and we would laugh right now, but I mean, it's only because it happened two hundred years ago. Uh, well, Danny, do <laughs> you, think, what do you think it's about then? I think the chorus is uh, this one. I don't know which one is. There's like multiple variations of the chorus here, but I think this chorus that I'm looking at. I think what it really is is just dirty talk during intercourse. That's what I think it is. And it, can you feel my love? Bombs away, bombs away, bombs away. My love, my love, my love, my love. Bombs away, bombs away. Say Geronimo. Well, can you, His I mean, name uh, is Geronimo. Me, say it. Say my name. <laughs> let me bring it back to the cardboard and then, and then after, monster and then after, uh, town hall uh, unveiling. Yeah. Everybody, when the moment that he pulls the sheet off this disgusting beast... <laughs> Everyone's just like, that thing's the shit. That guy is the tits. Do you see that thing? No way that would happen. No. I like the moment. They would say, they would say, they would say that, they would say that cardboard robot's going to steal our grocery store jobs. (laughs) I just say, also after the the bombs away, say Geronimo, that it's, well, we rushed it. (laughs) (laughs) Then we crushed it. (laughs) Moving way too fast here. It's in the past. It's in the past. <laughs> uh, well, and then, it, well, I'm just a boy with a broken toy. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> wow. Is that a line? Yeah, I'm just Wait, a boy keep, with a broken keep, toy. Keep reading. And so I, and you rush to me. It sets us free. So I fall to my knees. It's very, very sexual. No, oh, this is this is this is very sexual. Waterfall, huh? Stick your on Stick your on Stick your on they all have like Chewbacca ammo belts slung over their shoulders too. <laughs> I, I noticed that. I didn't want to. I didn't want to use 
Star Wars in the same sentence as this song or music video, but you just ruined my day, Kelly. There is nothing that this song doesn't try to pervert. <sighs> it's true. It's true. Um, and also, the guy's hair do. I just. It's just. I, I don't even know. No, what no, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. even want to get in. I mean, that I thought is, it was Robert Pattinson for the. He for is the, actually yeah. literally that guy's, like first cousin right the guy from twilight is that who that is yeah he's just so like he's just like it worked for him it's just it's proven <laughs> right <laughs> let's let's let me hear i want to see where like how shepherd becomes shepherd and how you know this is not like some song you write in your garage and then you blow up you know like what do you mean some no like 18 hey, people wrote this song yeah right there's no way this was like a you know it's got everything all packed, jam-packed into one, you know. It's just too pop brilliant, so. so what are, what are you looking like at? Them, you know, I, I don't really have time to do a deep investigation of Shepard right now. I don't think so either. Wikipedia <laughs> is, like, as deep as I can get right now on the internet. I kind of like the monster now. It's got some Wait, you're into now you like the monster? The... Yeah, he's kind of cute. <laughs> I'm just saying, given, you know, the, like, you know, diegetically, he is completely out of place. Okay, here we go. The Shepherd siblings grew up and attended an international primary school in Papua New Guinea. Uh, Papua New Guinea? Uh, that's not, that sounds like a mob boss. <laughs> Papua New Guinea. Hey, it's Papua New Guinea! This guy just was, like, the, the only time period where they wore these like super low v like white shirts with the <laughs> sleeves rolled up was the revolutionary war what can we do in the revolutionary war That's and then his sister high. was like cardboard <laughs> <laughs> their father greg shepherd owns the business side of the band is a partner in a law firm linked with significant political corruption and was a former director of the secretary security firm operating the Manus Island Detention Center. Wait, did you the, just make that up? The Anus no. Island Detention Center? No that way. Is... Yeah. Yep, all they right. all relocated. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And the, this girl is like, when the camera like zooms in on her as he's like walking up to her, she's like crying. <laughs> And, like, it doesn't look like she's, like, really happy to see him, but then they're making out for some... I don't know, yeah, this is a weirdly Kiss sexual me. song. <laughs> we are fighting! Okay, here's how they make, got famous. In 2009, Shepard were formed as a duo by George and Amy Shepard. Amy had asked for help on a music assignment. Quote, I had to write a song, and I really wanted to put in harmonies, but I left it to the last minute. George was the only one home, end quote. <laughs> they blew up from there. Just like every other successful, you know, the Beatles. They just kind of, like, had to figure it out. Yeah, they're like, well, uh, and, we'll uh, see what happens. And then Do you think George that she said that home. kind of in, like, a, you know, like a bitter way? Like, she was, she wanted this to be her thing. <laughs> or she wanted to have, like, a, like, a uh, June, uh, was it June Carter and Johnny Cash kind of thing? And instead she got, like, uh, uh, what's a sibling band that I can reference? Help me mm. out. Uh, the Partridge family. Partridge family. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what you got. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, the song is uh, screw, terrible. Screw this song. Don't ever listen to Don't it. Don't like it at all. Geronimo. Geronimo. Say Geronimo. Say Geronimo. Say Geronimo. Say Geronimo. Um, you know, we skipped one one segment last week, but I want to get back to it, and that's uh, from Danny to Kelly. We'll do it really quick this week. Um, it's just where we go back, and I'll give I'll give you guys a, a subject, and you have to tell me something about a noun, either a person, a place, or a thing, and uh, make it up on the spot. We we have themes that are topical, and so this week, what I wanted to do is I'm going to give you a person, be it from uh, the, from a book, a movie, a TV show maybe from the annals of history, and I want you to tell me if this person would be a U of M fan or a Michigan State fan, and why. Okay. You guys ready for this edition of From Danny to Kelly? I don't know, honestly. This is a daunting task, but <laughs> let's do it. Well, we're only going to do a few of them. We're going to make it quick. 
right. Danny, you're gonna go first because your your name is first in the in the title of this thing. It's true. Um, <clears throat> C three PO would he be a U of M fan or a Michigan State University fan? Uh, I think he would be a, a Michigan State fan because he's just he's a little more timid and unsure of himself. Oh, okay, I like that. That's true. We are we are you know as state fans, we're we're very unsure going into this game on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly, Captain America, would he be a U of M fan or an MSU fan? Yeah, I feel like C three PO could have gone either way either. And I yeah, think I think that we, I think that fans would. have been saying that forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. Very oh good. God, um, Captain America. I mean, I. Who would I be if I said U of M? I, I mean, I have to say State. It's just, I love Captain America. So, naturally. He's he's a State fan, yes, for right, sure. Right, 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 right. Danny, what about Rocky Balboa? Oh, man. He would be, <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> Where's this going? Rocky would be a State fan because he's just the best. <laughs> oh, come on. That is Perfectly acceptable. I would like <laughs> to uh, point to my last answer as uh, precedent. All right, Kelly, I'm throwing this one at you uh, this for you especially. Um, Ein, the dog, the corgi from Cowboy Bebop. Who is he rooting for on Saturday? Oh. <laughs> what a man. I, what are you doing? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Come on, this is your specialty, dude. I... I don't know if I don't think I can. I can't do this. You just like broke me. <laughs> Why? Because you want to say U of M, but you don't because you love Ayn and you yeah, want him to root for State. Pretty much. Uh, I told you this was a terrible idea going into this. Okay, so you're gonna go with State for Ayn, the dog from Cowboy Bebop. Yes, you can't take Ayn from me. Okay, I will not take Ayn from you. Take on, take Ayn me. That's a song waiting to happen. <laughs> <sighs> Um, oh, <clears throat> Danny, the lead singer of Shepherd. Um, he is a Michigan fan because he showers with uh, little boys. Or was that? <laughs> oh my state? god! That's first of all terrible. <laughs> Second of all, it's the wrong. That's Penn State. Are you kidding? Me? Oh right, right. I forgot. <laughs> Are Sorry. you kidding me? <laughs> Good answer, Danny. Michigan. I don't think Danny, I think it was good uh, Michigan. Answer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Shepard's gonna come after us hard now. Yeah, with the lawyer dad yeah, the, known the, the, for corruption. <laughs> <laughs> known for corruption. I've already got Mike Morris on the phone. He's gonna help us out. Oh yeah. Um, Can we get him on the show? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kelly? Um, Kelly, the the lead singer of Creed, what's his name? Scott Stapp. Uh, Scott, remember we talked about him a long yep. time ago. Who is he rooting yep. for on Saturday? Um, I think that when he wrote uh, that song, um, uh, "Can You Take Me Higher" or whatever that song was called. Yeah. Then he was uh, MSU. That's a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. Um, and nowadays, though, he's he's U of M. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I think we did. A, we've spoken a lot about him on this podcast. Yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I think that our seasoned listeners will get that. They will definitely get that. That's a treat for you guys for being loyal. Um, one more for each of you, Danny. Remember the Chernobyl fox who made a sandwich? Yep. Mm. Who was he rooting for? He's rooting for. Um, U of M because uh, his boss is the manager at uh, the deli. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? All right. Yeah. It means that, like, you know, you're going to work for me one day. Right. Uh, Kelly, last one. Geronimo, the Apache chief. Who is he rooting for? Um, I have to say uh, U of M. I, yeah. U of M. U of M. Okay, likes yeah. Wolverines, maybe. Yeah, no, I just think that uh, you know he uh, he lost like the battle that he was. <laughs> I think he probably lost. I think in the end, and that well, was that's really it. Okay. 
Cool. Uh, we end every show every every time we do this with uh, suggestions from Danny and Kelly on what I should draw because I have absolutely no skills at drawing. I have as much skill at drawing as uh, Shepard does at making um, music. Um, what, guys, what's it going to be? This? Let's start with Kelly. Kelly, I never start with you. Give me All something right. to draw. Give me something to draw. I want you to draw the scene of what would actually happen after, you know, those Geronimo people unveiled their, you know, freak experiment in the Revolutionary War. Okay. So, cardboard Draw that scene. Like, draw... No, draw their punishment. You have to draw that scene. Draw their punishment, whatever their punishment would have been. Okay. Danny! Um, I want you to draw your interpretation of uh, what's going to happen to me at the Michigan State game. <laughs> Michigan. Got Michigan, it. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State Michigan State game. Is, yeah, okay. this weekend. All right. Cool. Um, I'm going to do both of those, guys. I'm going to put them up on the website at woodwardsdetroit.com. And uh, uh, those listening, thanks for listening. And if you have uh, some comments or things to say, email us at woodwardsdetroit at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at woodwardsdet. And uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. Guys, uh, you know, I hope you guys uh, meet up on Saturday, maybe, and uh, we should all uh, get together soon. And uh, if not, I'll see you next time on the podcast, right? Yes, I hope so, too. Okay. Yeah. Danny, do you want to take us out? Sure. For all of us over at Woodward's, have a good week. Go green. Go white. That's what you guys say. Go white. Go green. Uh, go white. Okay. Go home. This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production. Your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk.